Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. So we're back. Hello. Good morning. Good evening. Where have you? What have you? Um, welcome back to another episode of Awkward Sex in the City solo edition. Pew, 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 pew. Uh, that's because we're excited, that noise. Um, first things first, just got to get it straight out the way. We are going to be in Los Angeles October 20th and 21st, which is this week, babe. So if you are in the area, if you want to come see us live, feel free. We're going to be at the Yard Theater, um, blanking on the actual address with the Yard Theater, uh, October 20th and 21st. It's our first ever time in LA as Awkward Sex in the City. It's going to be mine and Aaron's first time in LA ever. I'm very excited to see the Pacific Ocean. When we went to Seattle, I thought I was seeing the Pacific Ocean. That was a bay. Um, I learned that afterwards. So, you know, just a delayed uh, moment for me and the the PO, the Pacific Ocean PO. I don't know what the fuck that was. The abrieve. Um, it is also October. It is always a month for me. I don't know about you. Fall's always weird, right? Because you're really coming off of summer. Maybe you don't like summer, but I do. And it's a, it sometimes feels like a, a steep drop um, in expectations and responsibilities and just life. So all the feels, all the emotions, um, going through stuff personally myself. Um, so it felt very stalled for the past couple of months. And if you are in a a bustling city. Uh, you've got friends that, you know, are creative and inspiring and doing all the things and you feel stalled. It can be fucking paralyzing. It can be kind of one of the worst for me, at least. Um, I know I can be hyperbolic sometimes, but it can truly be one of the worst feelings ever when you're just like, what, where do I go from here? Oh no. Um, so if you're feeling that way too, um, I'm here with you. It sucks and you'll get through it. Truly, truly got my period. Uh, that really helped. Um, if you, I don't know how much I've talked about this on the podcast. Also, sorry, it sounds like there's a helicopter going by. Great. Thank you so much for respecting my recording time helicopter. But um, me and Aaron are in the works for potentially having kid. Um, I am not pregnant. Uh, hence the period, which is, it's good though. Um, I'd gotten off my IUD back in July. Um, it's one of my favorite New York moments ever. Cause I, I, I use like a walk-in clinic. I really like them, but they're impossible to get on the phone and impossible to schedule online. Like their online scheduling like doesn't work and they'll be like schedule online. And it's like, no, you can't. So we were like literally in line to get on this flight. Um, a little mini vacay and I finally like I just kept calling over and over and I finally like got them on the phone uh, to be like I need to schedule like an appointment like I need an IUD taken out and they're like oh okay it has to be a certain day so I was like oh cool so I wouldn't have been able to do that online anyways um but so I got out in July and I mean kind of immediately got my period and I was like oh okay cool 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 and then my period disappeared for literally two months um which at first you're like oh maybe 
No, absolutely not. Like not pregnant at all. Zero, zero. Um, so then you're just kind of like already dealing with, you know, whatever external stuff is happening. And now internally you're like, what if my body can't do what I need it to do? And who knows? I still don't know if my body will be able to do what I need it to do to get pregnant. And this is actually not exactly what I wanted to talk about on the pod this episode, but here we are. Here we go. But I got, that's what it was. I got my period last Wednesday, literally had a menti breakdown um, could not find my phone in my apartment, but I knew it was in my apartment because I had not what left my apartment that day. Uh, I had not gone outside yet that day. And I was like, I, it has, I always lose my phone in my bed. It, we, we use like Navy blue sheets. It's very simple for, you know, a dark phone to just, you know, you know, camouflage, right? Just to, to just to hide right in there. Fully take off every fucking sheet, every comforter, every comforter, the one comforter, all the sheets. Crying, losing my mind, losing my mind. Um, tra- tracking my steps. I'm like, did I leave it in the bathroom? You know, you know your girl loves to watch TikTok while she poos. Did where did she go? I left it in the office on the bookshelf. But it took me like a full hour. And then you're like, I just wasted so much time full on on the floor crying after finding it uh because I was like what what was that like what did you just do what did I just watch you do um and then I remember texting some friends being like if I don't get my period today tables will be thrown tables will be fucking thrown and then I saw blood and I was like the rush of relief that I have felt in my life uh to see blood coming out of me I cannot explain the euphoria that I felt. It was so great. Um, and then be careful what you wish for, because then I bled through multiple tampons onto myself, um, onto the bed that I had previously just taken all the sheets off of. Um, I, I remember getting up in the morning, not paying attention and just like standing in the bathroom and all of a sudden just blood stripping everywhere. And I was like, that's not normal. Right. Um, but we're all good. It was just a heavy flow day. Maybe, I don't know scientifically if this is accurate at all, at all, but maybe just, you know, back up from two months of not having my period. I don't know. It was, it was extra bloody. Uh, but honestly I was here for it. I was just, no matter what I even told everyone, I was like, you know what, even with having to like, you know, replace our, our mattress topper. Cause I bled through it. A 10 out of 10 on this period, like feeling great. And it's so crazy that this one simple thing, now I don't feel stalled, right? There's still so much shit in my life that I need to figure out. Um, and now I'm like, we're great. We're golden. Anyhow, that's not what I came here to talk to you guys about. Because being October, this also means it's one of my favorite seasons in the world. In that it is, what? Halloween porn season. I need to give a moment of credit to Halloween porn. I love all holiday porns because they are so unhinged. Uh, I think the most unhinged I've ever seen is um, St. Patrick's Day and like April Fool's Day. Those are just like, I, I, can't, even, I can't even explain it. I've watched so many leprechauns. Um, <laughs> I've watched so many things. But Halloween's one of my favorites because I do sometimes think the acting's a little better. And that always kind of throws me in porn. Like, I like a little camp. I like to be like, this is clearly porn. But sometimes these actors really get into it for the Halloween porn. One of my favorites 
is this episode is I think just going to be me telling you some of my favorite porns. Um, so buckle up for friends that listen. Um, and this is nothing new. I would talk to you about this face to face, but I sometimes think, you know, we are afraid to talk about porn. We're afraid to talk about preferences, afraid of being judged. Um, and no matter what, like I'm never going to yuck your yum, right? Like I, as long as it is consensual and it is safe, um, and it's both parties, you know, have agreed upon whatever is happening. Hells yeah. Hells yeah. Um, and do I get my porn from an ethical spot? I do Pornhub. I was told that they like, you know, got rid of any porn that was not, that they deemed not consensual. I don't know how they figure that out. Who knows? That made me feel better in what I'm consuming. I absolutely need to get better about consuming, uh, you know, porn that I'm paying for, but I am, I am a glutton for Pornhub. I guess that is my, my go-to, uh, other countries. Do you use Pornhub? I don't know. Like, is it a, is that a all around? No, it is. It definitely is. Cause I've definitely been different countries and masturbated and I think I use Pornhub. So I answered my own question, but I think it's just really important to talk about. Um, I think it's really important to talk about, you know, loving yourself physically um, when we talk about sex, I think it's always kind of assumed that it's with a partner, but masturbating is, is, you know, sex with yourself. And that's great. And how important that is to be constantly exploring your body and your likes and your dislikes. Cause everything changes, right? Everything ebbs and flows. Um, there's nothing sadder for me when I go to a video that I have part you know, I've partaken in viewing before and it just doesn't, it's just not there anymore. Like it just, it's gone, you know? And that makes me so sad sometimes. But then like a year later, well, it'll pop up and you'll be like, you know what? Let's go back down, you know, memory lane. Let's go see how this was. And you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. A great, great time. 10 out of 10 all around, right? Um, can you tell I watch like a decent amount of porn? Which I think is also important to say, like, I, I watch porn. I like porn. Me and Aaron don't really watch porn together. We have, like, a couple times, and it is honestly very, very intimate. Um, we, we definitely have different likes. Like, I definitely like a, um, a power dynamic for sure. And I remember, I think I've talked about this on the porn. I one time, like, sent him porn. Uh, we were both, oh, what was happening? I was like touring. So I was, and he was out. So we were both up. It was like late. It was like, I don't know, like three or four in the morning. We we're both up and we're both being like silly uh, via text, right? In different states. And um, I got to make sure this is okay. I think this is okay to talk about. Um, cause you have to remember part of doing the show or like the podcast, you have to be like, this isn't just my story, right? Like I have to confirm. But so he was like, why don't you send me something to watch? Right. And so I sent him something that I had been watching recently. And, uh, then we kind of both fell asleep and I was like later, like, what'd you think of it? And he was like, the power dynamic is hard for me. Like it's, I don't, I don't, those aren't my vibes. And I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. Like, of course it doesn't. It's going to make you feel a little weird where I'm like, you know, immediately getting off to this. Um, but so we have watched together a couple of times. Um, and I think, I think it can just be hard because you're like, do you're, you're kind of wondering like, does this person like it too? Is it weird? Are they getting turned on? What's happening? But of course, like, you know, for the most part, you're both also like, you know, masturbating. Mutual masturbation is, 
I think one of the most vulnerable and intimate things you can do with someone, way more vulnerable than sex, to me, in my opinion. I don't know if y'all will remember the episode, but there's an episode on girls, um, which I rewatched recently. The acting fucking slaps. Like, it's it's such a... I'm going to say it. It's a good show. Like, once they kind of figure out that, like, every character except Shoshana um, is kind of awful... Um, they really hit their stride, their um, stride. Um, but there's a scene where uh, Adam Driver's character and now Jessa, I cannot remember her name in the show. They are attracted to each other, but they can't date, right? Because Adam Driver's character and fucking what's her face, Lena Dunham's character, Hannah, um, dated for so long, and it was it was so much, it was so intense. And so there's a moment where they're like, what if we just like masturbate near each other? Like they're not even close to each other. Like they're on the opposite ends of the couches, the couch, not couches. Um, But it's so fucking intimate. It's so intense that it's almost worse than if they just fucked each other. And that's how I feel about mutual, um, mutual masturbation when you're like doing it. It's just so, it's so intense. Um, which has a really great payoff, but if you're awkward like me, it can be kind of hard to get there. And this could also be why I've always liked sexting too, because it is there is this barrier, right? There's this literal physical barrier, this like technology barrier that they can't see you and you get to kind of just really release in the way that you want to and the other person can't see it. Um, and also it's just fun. Like you feel, um, it feels like naughty. It feels like, oh, I'm not supposed to be doing this. Because I was also, when I sexed, um, uh, it was always like I was working or like that person was working. And I just fucking loved that of like, this isn't what we're supposed to be doing right now. But back to Halloween porn. The acting's good. I don't know why. But for some reason, the shit is like better. And it takes you out of that moment. And... But I also kind of love when the acting is good. One of my faves, if you can find it, is um, it's basically a threesome. Two girls are dressed up in like princess costumes, uh, what have you. And there's a scarecrow. And these are my favorites. My favorite favorites of like this inanimate object now has a dick inside of it, right? Because like some guy, some person has uh, switched out the costumes and the girls are none the wiser. The people are none the wiser. It's usually girls are none the wiser. And that's what happens. Um, First, what happens is they're like, what if we put like a dildo in the scarecrow? And it's very, you know, big scarecrow. They put in a dildo and they're writing the dildo together. And they're both like, it's perfect because they're both like a little awkward, which like if you were with your friend that you were sort of attractive to and now you're writing this dildo, you would be like a little awkward. Like I was like, I literally was like watching this, like masturbating, being like, they're making great choices. Like they're making great acting choices. So proud of them. Um, this is why it takes me out of the moment. And they're, they go away for a second. And the, I, I think it's always like a stepbrother. Um, which is definitely something I watch a lot of because the step family porn too is also just so campy. I think I need some camp. Um, I think I'm using that word correctly. 
of like it's just so like wink wink like we're aware that we're not really like related even if the storyline is like oh we're not like blood related like you're my stepsister what are you doing oh stop stepbrother um I love which um makes me also think of well let me finish the other porn so yeah so he switches out right and now this like massive dick is just hanging out instead of this dildo and it's like not even the same skin tone so it's like girls you know you know and then like the friend starts like you know having her fun time on the quote-unquote dildo and the stepsister is like whoa whoa like I want a turn and they're like I don't think you should which again is like what you would do right you'd be like hey I can't really tell you there's like a real dick inside of me right now because that'd be like really awkward for us and then ultimately they just all fuck and it's great and I love it um (laughs) but then also at Halloween you've got a lot of pumpkins you've got pumpkins painted on asses you've got pumpkins with holes in it and like again it's another one where the step it's a stepbrother stepsister situation it's all it's like all of my favorites, a stepbrother, stepsister situation. It's almost getting caught by the stepmom, getting caught multiple times by the mom, and full on dick in a pumpkin. Um, and it's, I, it's just so dumb. And I think for me, because ultimately, right, porn is entertainment. And I think if we can, especially when we're trying to um, explain it, when people are starting to be introduced to porn, right, as long as as I guess what I'm saying is like, you know, we've all watched porn as, you know, young adults. And as long as we understand that it is exaggerated, it is entertainment. This is not how it always looks. Uh, you, you most likely, you know, won't be, you know, putting your dick in a pumpkin. Or maybe you are, you know, and having your stepsister, you know, jerk you off. Maybe you are, you know, and again, as long as it's consensual and you guys are not related, um, go for it I don't know but once you remember that part I think it's way more easier to have fun with what you're watching and like what experience you're gonna have alone or with other people um is there a thing as too much porn absolutely have I definitely dated someone addicted to like porn and masturbating absolutely um don't know where I was going with that one um yeah, that person would, like, masturbate a lot at work. Um, and I'd be like, hmm, this is a lot, man. Like, this is a lot. Um, but we also, like, weren't having sex. I think that's what the, the problem was. I was like, but I would like to, you know, participate in the situation. This is also, like, years and years ago. But, like, we've all got our shit. We've all got our hangups um, and stuff to work on and deal with constantly because we're always evolving and growing. And yet somehow my porn is not, uh, my favorite is truly when you find porn that you watch, like when you first started watching porn and you're like, just brought back to being like this just dumb, dumb person. And you're like, okay, wow. Um, just a floodgates, floodgates open of just all these memories of that time. And what is porn if it's not (laughs) A vessel to bring us back to our youth. Um, Yeah, this episode is just going to be called Porn. This is the porn episode. This is the Halloween porn episode. Christmas is a good one, too. Oh, my God, no. Fourth of July cracks me up. Because they'll just, like, wear stars and banners shit and just be like, we got to fuck during the Fourth of July party before the fireworks. Like, what is that? How... 
do I get a job where I write porn? Because I feel like I'd be great at it. Um, I love I love when you like can compound when you get no, that's not the right word when it's like multiple layers. So it's like stuck, almost caught, <laughs> step family, power dynamic, and you're just like yes. Um, but then I also get mad when you can't find something that you want. You're like you know what I'm feeling. I'm feeling a very particular type of, uh, of, of, of vibe today. And you search and you search and nothing comes up. And then you're just like, well, now I've just wasted all this time. How do you feel about learning so much about my porn habits today? And I know we've talked about porn a lot um, in the past. I think like little snippets. I like to... I like to see if people are comfortable talking about porn with me. Porn is a lot like poop to me. Um, People are either in it or not. You know, a lot of people do not like talking about pork, (laughs) poop. Um, A lot of people don't like talking about poop because it is, again, a very intimate and kind of, um, intimate is not the right word. It's a very vulnerable thing, but we all do it, right? And I think that's just kind of, you know, that's why I'm always like, why can't we talk about this? Like, we all poop, all right? There's a book about it. Everybody poops. And so I kind of feel the same way about porn. Like, we all do it. Like, we don't, most of, majority of us masturbate. I'm not going to say all of us. Majority of us masturbate. Um, like, can we talk about it? What, what's, what's weird about that is maybe my question. Like, why, why, are, why are we suspect to, to keep some subjects taboo? Um, poop, porn, pork, uh, that's only because I got a targeted ad for pork a couple weeks ago. This is not a joke um, on TikTok. And it wasn't like it still haunts me to this day because it like wasn't it wasn't a like specific brand of pork. It wasn't like Oscar Mayer pork. I don't know if they do pork. I don't know any pork brands. Pork brands should be targeting me on TikTok because I don't know any of them. But it was literally the pork board, like the board of pork targeted me. And no one else, I asked friends, I post about it on Instagram. No one else had seen this TikTok and it really just shook me to my core. So now I add pork to taboo. But um, yeah, for me, it's why are certain subjects taboo? Why are they taboo? Why are they very hush-hush in some scenarios and not in others? And I've definitely talked about this before. It is a big part of why I do the show Awkward Sex in the City and I do the podcast um, because, you know, sex is very taboo uh, still, even though it's used to market everything towards us. And we're constantly inundated with sex and sexuality and and everything 24-7. Um, but yet not always given the tools, um, especially at ages where we really need to start, you know, understanding ourselves better, um, or not understanding ourselves better, but learning to understand, you know, what is going on in and or around my body right now. Um, there's a lot of like Madonna horror complexes and stuff like that. And I think as also like, you know, someone as a woman, I want to talk about that too. Why can't we, why is it like, oh, when a girl talks about porn 
or maybe that's just how I've been treated and that's just my experience with it. Um, Because at the end of the day, I never want to talk about something just for shock value. Like that's never been my vibe or energy about anything. I've always wanted just to make people feel more comfortable and make people feel like they're not weird. Right. And that's probably from growing up feeling uncomfortable in my body for a really long time and um, being told or being made to feel as if I'm weird for like how I am and who I am. And that is definitely seeped into what I do and what I talk about and how I talk about stuff. Um, even like, like I can't do, um, I can't do like water cooler talk. I can't do like idle chit chat. It drives me crazy and I like shut down, but let me ask you the way you want to die after meeting you for five minutes, then like all, all cylinders are go, you know, like I'm, I'm in this conversation. I'm, I'm actively participating and I just, I don't like the bullshit, the bullshit of, of like, I guess like the water cooler conversations where it's just very like surface. Like I'm like, I don't want either. I'm going to know you or I'm not going to know you. And there's no in between. So it's either I'm going to talk about porn with you. or I'm not going to talk porn with you. I'm going to talk about poop with you. or I'm not going to talk poop with you. You know what I mean? Or pork or not pork. Like you're just going to see it all. Um, I'm going to wear my faults on my sleeve. And hopefully that makes you feel better and um, good about yourself. Even if it is, very loud bus. Even if it is, um, Hey, I'm not as weird as her. I'm honestly down for that. I'm down for that. I, that's my goal, right? In life, just make everyone feel good about who they are. Cause you know what? You're cool. Even if we watch different porns, you're cool. Back to porn. Next holiday, even now, just, just type in Halloween and see what pops up. I think you're going to have some fun. Thanksgiving. Guy Fox Day. <laughs> Anything. Christmas. Hanukkah. Kwanzaa. Have a blast. Any holiday you can think of. St. Patrick's Day. Uh, April Fool's Day. Valentine's Day. New Year's Eve. Anything. I'm trying. I, now I'm like just blinking. Memor- Memorial Day. Labor Day. It is such a wild, wild west of porn that I don't think you have maybe experienced yet or you have and you're like, Natalie, pfft, you don't even know what you're talking about. Go check out, go check out subjects or like categories that maybe you normally don't. I think you'd be surprised and would have a little, f- not like you're not having fun, but like, I think you'd be like, mm, okay. You know, especially if you're in a rut, what a great, great way to get out of a rut. If you are in a rut sexually, um, with yourself or, out of yourself when I'm if my libido is like a little shook and me and Aaron aren't as much the first thing I do is like masturbate and it can totally feel like a chore of just like this isn't what I want to be doing with my time right now but let me tell you babes it gets the gears going um and also it's okay if you're not you know I always love these conversations because I'm like you should do this but also it's okay if like you don't like don't worry like it's totally fine um especially with like libidos, like everyone's libidos are different. And even if like my libido used to be so fucking high and it's just not anymore. And I miss it sometimes. And I think I miss it because I think I think of my youth of just like, oh, I was so young and energetic. Um, But it's also like, 
And you also have like way more time, you know? And is it also because we're kind of like, you know, again, inundated with sex and like seeing it all the time and that we're assuming we're supposed to be having sex all the time? Maybe. Is it some internal shit that I should deal with? Maybe. Is it maybe also like health stuff? Maybe I'm not sleeping enough and that's making me tired and not wanting to have sex, you know? Um, or is it like we're stuck in a couple of habits that maybe I want to get out of? There's all these questions and there's all these answers. And I think what I really love about this is how there isn't really a wrong or right. There isn't a wrong or right answer, right? Like, because it is the answer within you. It's what makes you feel best and what makes you, um, I was going to say happiest. And so I'll stick with that. Happiest. Like what makes you happy and content in that moment? And, and that's all that matters. And that's the step that you need to take for you in that moment. And it almost feels like it circles back to feeling stagnant and feeling stuck and paralyzed and like whatever else is happening. Not that I'm saying like, hey, you're feeling stuck. Your life is in a weird spot. You know what? You should go finger yourself or you should go jack off or whatever you like to do when you are, you know, having some one-on-one time. Um, but sometimes it does, you know, getting back to, getting back to the basics and just remembering like taking it day by day, you know, whatever it is, um, which is a much harder thing to do. And I fully attest to not being good at that like ever. I am so worst case scenario. Let's get plan A, B, C, D in place. Let's think so much in the future when I will say like the past couple months, I've had to really reckon with that personally. If you deal with that yourself of like, you can't predict the future. You can't have a plan. Um, like you can, obviously you can, like it's, it's always good to like have some sort of idea of what you want going forward, but how quickly that can blow up in your face for sure. And how like, okay, that is, I think we talked about this the last time we did a solo episode. Can you tell I'm still like grappling with it? Um, but I'm in a better spot because I bled out of my vagina for uh, five to seven days. Um, hormones are fucking wild y'all. I, PMS. I can't, I, I have been struggling with my emotions for sure. And it is the one thing I miss about my IUDs. I just felt so fucking mellow. And now I just feel all over the place. Granted, there's other circumstances happening right now that are going to make me feel all over the place and feel like I have no control. And if you're like me, that is my worst nightmare having no control. Um, which is interesting that I love a power dynamic where someone doesn't really have as much control as the other. What porn says about us, I could write a book, but I won't. Um, cause I think many people have and yeah, it just circles back to that. It always circles back. So today I say, whatever you're doing, if you've wanted to, and you haven't go watch some porn. Don't even have to masturbate. Just go watch. Go have some giggles. Halloween porn. Look up pumpkins. <laughs> Look up scarecrows. People in masks. I think you're going to have fun. I think you're going to be like, Nelly, you're crazy for this one. Um, but I think you're going to have a good time. And 
I'm I'm literally like, is that what I'm gonna do after this recording? I've got time. It's been a couple of days. I always feel weird masturbating with a tampon inside me. I'm always like, is this going to give me TSS? Um, for people I don't know, toxic shock syndrome, which Cosmo and like J14 and every magazine uh, f- uh, geared towards girls slash women in like the 90s and 2000s made us think we were going to die from toxic shock syndrome if we did not change our tampon like every like two to four hours. Um, I still fully don't understand it. Um, and I also have a very bad habit of keeping in my tampon for way too long. However, when I was bleeding, that's not what was happening. They were like, we're not making it to the recommended time to change them. I, I love how I had to be like, but, 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 but that's not why I was bleeding through. Okay. I was following the rules. Uh, you ever just like catch yourself and you're just like, oh, why do you talk sometimes? Yet here we are doing a solo episode. Uh, you and me and my pal, my gal pal, Fred. I don't know what that was. Anywho, go watch some porn this week, next week, whenever. Tell me how it went. Did you watch something new? Can't wait to hear about it. Um, you can always email me at awkwardsexinthecity at gmail.com. I love to hear them. Uh, they always make me laugh. I don't normally post them online or on the pod because, you know, want to make sure that's cool with y'all. And uh, it's not what people want. A lot of people are like, please don't put this online, which I totally, totally get. But I love to hear about it. Uh, and if you ever want to talk about it, send me an email. Again, city at gmail.com. Remember, we are at LA this Friday and this Saturday. What's at the Yard Theater? I'm so excited. I cannot wait to buy a $17 um, Erewhon, Erewhon smoothie, that cloud smoothie. You can't get it in New York City. I'm so fucking excited. Um, come watch us do some stories. Like I said, the show is way different than the podcast, uh, but it's very, very fun. And I will say, see, mm, my Southern accent came out. I will see y'all. I will see y'all. I will talk to y'all very soon. Have a great rest of your week. Bye.